1: Yeah, if you don't, yeah, right there would be awesome. Your arm's gonna hurt, I'm sorry.
2: No, it's
1: good. All right, you ready?
2: Yeah. Introduce yourself in the song.
1: Okay. Uh, Where you're at. Man, we're Forrest, uh, just Forest right now. Uh, in Columbus, Mississippi, outside the house show, outside the Heart of Road, Halloween show. Sitting here talking to Alan in uh, Max's truck bed. Uh, this is a brand new one. I don't even have a name for it. Uh, it might Let's call it Alan for now. I think. Right on. Yeah, Alan with the light. Okay. Um, Yeah, this is a writing about writing about dealing with it.
3: Somewhere in there lost it Something I ain't doing I don't want anything I try things out and I wait I don't want anything I try things out and I wait And the yard is warm I do push-ups and feel the acorns in my hand It's nothing in my hand This feels like nothing I go stupid And I try less wanting And then I feel stupid Because I still want it in my prayer, grief feels so unfair. I no, I ain't supposed to have it. Crazy how it shakes out and it happens. In your prayer, grief feels so unfair. No, you ain't supposed to have it. Crazy how it shakes out and it happens.
2: Welcome you. Thank you, Alan. Thank you. To Porch Talk.
3: Porch
2: Talk. Welcome you, listener, to the new house, to Colombo, to these crazy punks trying to make a DIY, some kind of a thing. How do you feel about this evening? Uh, Forrest. Yes, a little bit about yourself when we get going here, man. Who are you? Uh,
1: man, I'm Forrest. I'm- playing a band under my name uh, man uh, from Mississippi met met up with most of the band we all went to school together at the state and uh started playing in bands (laughs) a lot louder than this a lot younger a lot rowdier than this and uh you know kept on playing together and throughout the years we all kind of moved apart we moved to different parts of Mississippi again and uh a couple of us went out out of state and back in state um, Man, eventually Starlin, uh, who we all went to school with, got us down to Pensacola. So we're out of Pensacola right now. Cut a record down there, and recording, recording the new one, LP three, down there right now. I got a home studio and uh, doing that. Starlin is, who plays bass for us, is engineering and producing all that. He did the last album. Jesse, who wound up hopping up and playing the set with us tonight, he he did the first album. So. Sick. Yeah, it was a treat having both of them. got a.
2: I got a video clip I'm going to share with you in yeah, a little please, while. Man.
1: Yeah, i show it to you. I
2: want to hear it. I want to see it
1: and hear it and see it.
2: We're all about it. That's a spoiler. Uh, but back to what we were doing, dude. Like, uh, Go with me here. Is, um Left Starville, Mississippi, 430 from work. Aim the taco. Straight down 82. Over okay. here to Colombo. Yeah. Oh, we're eastbound. Yeah for the new house yeah the new house dude what do you what do you make of this man Pompeii uh, house Pompeii. You're, you're familiar with this yeah you know this
1: so yeah a couple times uh first time i came to columbus well first time i was in high school seeing uh, an old friend that turns out the hard roads also know but uh it was only here for just half a second and then the real first time i ever visited uh saw ex-cult and hard road play the elbow room downtown tiny little spot uh, it was fucking awesome I don't know, I don't know might have been 21, 22 at the time and uh, we came down here and saw X-Cult play with Harder Road which was just the it was the coolest thing that could be happening it was a Christmas show I think it was like December 23rd like right before you know may as well have been Christmas and uh, did that and came to the show or they did that we went to the after party at Pompeii and saw where they were living giant ass three ass story huge ass house in historic Columbus and that was cool and then a few months later they had Knott's from Memphis come and play yeah uh, who we love and we were all in Cleveland, Cleveland it, in Cleveland you either went to Memphis for shows or you went to Oxford you know oh, come whether you on. were playing or, playing or going to them so Knott's being a Memphis band and playing Mississippi seemed it was really special it is really special pretty punk. Uh yeah it was awesome so that was the first and only technical Pompeii show I went to but uh, yeah, just the same thing. A lot of, a lot of, I mean, these guys and uh, a lot of other cohorts and same kind of thing. Like setting up in the dining room, everyone's crowded around the threshold and just doing it up.
2: You know. Where we go, man. I'm telling you, is um, I want to share this clip with you. This is from the Eden. Probably my. F- I'm not big on this. Uh, I don't like taking pictures and things when I'm at shows. Yeah, sure. But look, look at that listen to that well that was essence
1: yeah. second like to last Yeah. when you drive yeah that's uh... that's on the, the one we just put out
2: what uh... what do you make of the sound dude i know you kinda summarize it like just i think you did it well it Thank was you. uh... just like moving around and then finally getting together but like just a part of these different cultures throughout Mississippi and kind of soaking things up. Yeah. And that's that was a. Uh, I was really impressed, man, because like if I was to pinpoint the sound of the night, it would be hard for me to do, because like uh, between genres and dude, shout out everybody brought it tonight. Sterling and yeah.
1: We had a we had a, a multitude. still Four different four Stiller. different genres, I would say. Yeah, you know, dude. Easy. I mean, y- and y'all were. Oh. Easily from Red to White Hot to. Us and Arna Rose You know you got Four distinct acts Yeah Which is the best That's the best Kind of house show Is when Everyone sounds different You don't want You don't want to see The same band Three or four times In a row But uh, Yeah I don't know We're all from Mississippi And we all We like the Mississippi shit Uh, We like We like a lot of Alt country You know Which is Found itself kind of Outside of Mississippi But like Wilco's first band Or whatever That's right You know you still catch the Mississippi reference with that? Yeah. And all that. And uh, Starlin, who plays bass, is a big Wilco fan. And I'm, a, I'm kind of a diet Wilco fan. I know the big ones. And, but we, when, whenever people ask us what it is, we say it's kind of like Wilco. Uh, it's kind of like Tom Petty. Tom Petty's a big one for all of us.
2: That's big. Um, you are the same circles. You're familiar with Spencer Thomas.
1: Yeah, Spencer's the man. Same Spencer style, man.
2: same style. Yeah. Tom, Tom Petty-esque. Some,
1: Southern fried, Tom Petty. Yeah. Singer-songwriter at the core, but with some
2: yeah. you
1: know, some roots. A little, little spit a little dirt in it and all that.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Spencer, Spencer's fucking awesome. He's,
2: yeah, he's, he's out go. in Athens. That's right. Uh, Left Jackson. Athens.
1: Yeah, he's in a good, good, good band. We used to play with a lot, Young Valley. Uh, in Jackson for a long time.
2: Yeah, dude, tell me a little bit. Of, I mean, just history, like just getting to know you. I mean, you've been a part of a lot of projects. I mean, you've been you've been kind of around the and we're uh, getting we're getting to them. I mean, just a little bit about Water Valley.
1: Man, uh, I mean, Water Valley's cool. I haven't spent too too much time out there. Starline used to work at Dialback there. Uh, did a lot of records out there, and uh, did a lot of our friends' records out there, including Young Valley. Uh, Young Valley recorded in Water Valley. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Dialback Studios. Yeah, Starlin was there for a while, and then that Starlin moved to Pensacola. And we were all elsewhere. Uh, Taylor was in Birmingham. I was in Portland. And uh, when he left Water Valley, we all uh, met up with him, moved in, and got the home studio. But yeah, Water Valley's cool. It's a precious town. But Spencer's band, Young Valley, was yeah. out of Jackson. And uh, yeah, there we go. They're a, they're a cool band. We used to. try to tile this all. Yeah. We we played in a band, uh, a heavy band, a shoegaze band called Water Spaniel for a while. And Water Spaniel and Young Valley played a couple of shows together. It was in the Nemo band for a while. You messed with Spaceman
2: 3?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We saw it. Me and uh, Jesse, who was playing on guitar, That's we saw Spiritualized a few years ago. That no was, way, dude. Yeah. That's my favorite. And, like, one. Half, his, half his set was Spaceman 3, which is also very cool. But yeah, it was cool. He had the So, like, the Velvet Underground. And, yeah
2: yeah, yeah. I, I felt it. oh f- dude, yeah, and so just back to those shows with Young Valley, like talking about like that shoegazy and kind of that kind yeah. of, it's kind of that
1: yeah, we are uh, uh,
2: just a way to put it. I don't know.
1: Uh, we did I mean, we were a totally different sound of band than Young Valley, but when you're in Mississippi you you just play together. On who you know, it's not on what your bands are. You know, I mean, Young Valley's a country band. We were the band we started playing with them with was Water Spaniel, and that was a country band. I mean, excuse me, that was a shoecase band. Yeah, uh, Young Valley's a country band. Uh, well, we played a couple shows with them. We we're real, real loud and heavy, and Young Valley used to get crazy too. I mean, you know, it all kind of meets in the middle. Everyone sees each other, you know, rocking out and. Everyone wants to get loud. I mean, it's, you know. So we, that's we, it's the shared nature of being in Mississippi and wanting to, wanting to rock out together. And, so it didn't matter, like, different genres, you know. It was just, we'd all been in the Delta for a long time together. Spencer was in Cleveland for a long time. Yeah. I think Spencer was there two or three years while I was there, and then moved to Jackson. Um, but, yeah, continued playing with Young Valley for a long time. Uh, and the Lovitz were fucking awesome. Zach and Dylan Lovely, incredible guys.
2: Uh, As, uh, I haven't seen them in years. <laughs> As you moved around, dude, like um, I don't know, mm-hmm. like Columbus tonight, Oxford, Pride Larry's tomorrow, uh, Spirit of the Season. Uh, man, what has uh, what's it been like just on the road this year for you?
1: Oh man, uh, it's been good. We we did we've done a couple new cities um, with this act. We've we've played new orleans before but this this outfit we had uh new cities were uh tallahassee new orleans uh pensacola i hadn't played before we did this band so now that we're there we've been playing it a lot but um yeah we did a a little run with our buddy thomas Dolbon. um tallahassee pensacola new orleans uh we got new orleans and nashville booked um We've been playing the Mississippi Circuit a lot: Hattiesburg, Jackson, uh, Oxford. We play Oxford a whole lot. Starlin. Yeah. I mustard at your service. You. Thank you so much. Man. This is Starlin. Starlin's been. Starlin's the one has been. He does it all. He does production, engineering, the bass, and the harmonies. What up with it? Is the whole thing. This is what you get, up, Yeah. All right, all right.
2: Dude, you need to pull up a chair, man. You're broadcasting.
1: get you a chair, man.
2: Oh this would be great. I'll, I'll find something. Open amazing. this thing up. I'm gonna have a cigarette. You got another one, I'm trying to find. I got right one, now. dude. I gave you a pack. What'd you do with? It? You gave I back to me back to you. Yeah, hold on to that thing. Thank you, man. It's got it's some well cigarettes done. in there. It ain't got but like three left, right?
1: You got uh, you got two left. Yeah, I'm that's counting.
2: a that's another pack. I got one in my pocket. You yes, see sir. what I'm saying? Yes, sir. We're fucking. We're having a conversation out here. Yeah, man. Um, What are, you, what are you making of this experience, like, uh, post-COVID and, uh, I haven't even asked you about that, like, just as a musician, as a creator, as an artist, like, uh, before COVID and during COVID, like, uh, what about the creative process for you?
1: Um, I mean, my, okay, so.
2: Big question, I know.
1: Yeah, so, time-wise, uh, the pandemic, I, I, want, to open awesome. this,
2: I want to open this up. Yeah,
1: so, a few years ago, a couple of years ago, um. Uh, moved back to Hattiesburg for a second and my cousins hit me up wanting to go to Portland uh, I had one cousin already out there uh, she had a couple of rooms open up so her brother
2: I mean what was, what was going on out there
1: well um, so we were my, my cousin, good buddy, creative partner of mine Pearson Philpott um, uh, my, my dad's brother's son uh, he and I have always made songs together and, uh, he, was li- he was living down in Dallas I was in Hattiesburg we were kind of spinning our wheels and uh, she, his you sister probably
2: sit on this, dude, if you want to sit. His okay. sister
1: hit us up uh, Asking okay. to come out and fill some rooms In her house So, like, right before This was, this was uh, summer 2019 So We decided to go out there, drove out there And uh, got there And we built a studio in the house And we're cutting a lot of songs together uh, As we always do um, A lot different from this ship but, well,
2: I mean, what's that process like, just in the house? What do you mean, like
1: uh so we didn't just do
2: the scarlet interface like we're doing yeah we
1: had a scarlet we had had our guitars uh i had a real shitty well it wasn't shitty it was awesome but uh it's still out there somewhere i don't know who has it now PV PV rig out there and uh we had like a uh real shitty PV acoustic amp and just it just had a couple things a scarlet a a couple mics and acoustic guitar uh we had a chaos pad it's uh, like a synth, drum machine kind of thing, sampler pad. Uh, so we were like making beats and singing over that and looping stuff. And uh, he and I are still sitting on like sixty songs. But where the
2: heck did that come from?
1: Uh, he and I, he and I, have, we're we're the same age. And uh, before we started living in the same places, he and I used to just send poems to each other and send art to each other and. You know, we always knew we were kind of you know twin flame kindred souls, I mean that's my cousin, you know, and uh every time we get together it's just it's just, you know something comes of it and uh I don't know he's a real creative dude, and eventually he wound up moving to the delta, uh living in Hernando with my grandparents and uh convinced him to start coming down to Cleveland, where we were about an hour south of Hernando, yeah and uh just started. Recording songs together on a laptop, doing a lot of voice. Is that how it all started? Stuff. Not for me. I was, I, I started playing in bands when I was in high school. Uh, one of my buddies, Jesse, uh, he and I were playing in high school. And uh, that was, we were in Water Spaniel together. Yeah, it was my first college band. So there's a weird, it's a weird connection of timelines. Kind of overlaps. That's where we're getting at now. My cousin, yeah. So that was all like 2013 to 14. Then my cousin moved into the area 2015, 16. He and I started writing together, and then 2018. What was y'all 19, talking
2: about? What's that? What were you talking about? What were you writing about? Angst. Man,
1: just the South and spirituality. Um, that's. I mean, in almost every project nowadays, the last two that that being the big one, me and my cousin's thing, and this one is it's all about uh, making it work, you know, moving, uh, being poor, and you know, living with someone you love, living with someone you don't love, and living living with roommates, living without roommates, being lonely, and, you know, burning burning your uh, candle at both ends at parties and shit, and just just living in the South, trying to make it work, trying to figure it all out.
2: Yeah, dude, uh, I think we're getting where it come from right here. Yeah,
1: and so this, yeah, the last two albums from this this outfit have all been that. The new one is even more Oh, than this that, is the one? Know. The new one is kind of like coming off of, like, okay, we've been moving around a lot, we're poor, blah, 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 and, like, uh, the new album is... More of that, more dealing with it, but more—we've uh, got a band now. We've got it really focused, honed in. So it's going to be a lot more band-centric and a lot more about playing these shows. And uh...
2: let me ask you this: as What's a that? songwriter, like creator, and like different iterations as you've grown and like moved into different bands, like as far as like uh, with your songwriting, um, maybe it's grown and changed depending on the project, but. How do you approach it? Are you are you writing to amuse, or is this for yourself, or like are you writing toward an audience? I mean, like what, um, what, what's the motive?
1: I mean, so when I was younger, I wanted to write a lot more abstract shit, a lot more stuff with a lot more parts and crazy shit that would scare people off and reel them back in and all that. Yeah, and, uh, you know that's fun. You're but a fan of uh, Max
2: Bemis. I know that name. Say anything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, know them. I mean with the recording that you did earlier is what I was gonna say is like um I like um Max. I'm a I'm a fan of his.
3: Yeah. Um I'm I'm alright uh, with that
2: stuff. I was more
1: what, into the other shit
2: that I Yeah, but what I was gonna but pop- what I was gonna say was like well familiarity like to you and your music is like the chord structures and like the phrasings. Yeah. And um left uh, they're unusual chords, but they're a lot of fun to play.
1: I don't. I I went to. I was in orchestra from fifth to tenth grade doing bass. You got that light? And I never. Uh, yeah, I do. I was in orchestra from fifth to tenth grade doing bass, uh, but my parents come. What do you think on. about
2: modulation? I mean, I heard it tonight.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love it. I think I think anything to pep it up, you know. Finding the the texture and the sound and you know something to add a little character to it is good, you know. You, my favorite songs nowadays are oftentimes like ones for like. What are you listening to right now? Uh, okay, I'm listening to uh, this this album, Dreaming, by the band Friendship. That is so fucking good. Um, besides Queen, we're good. both listening
2: to Queen right, right now. Right, we're
1: both listening to Queen, you know, and, and it's good too. It's yeah. A nice little
2: Halloween Halloween
1: feature. Yeah. But uh, I've been listening to that album a lot, Friendship, uh, and I think they're fun. I know, the, I know the lead singer is like in a writing program in Iowa uh, in that big uh, big poetry uh, program but outside of that my, my go to's are Steely Dan and Sade I love the two of them I just listen to them throughout every week throughout the work day and, uh, and I've been listening to a lot of James Taylor it's a whole lot of James Taylor what song. are your
2: thoughts on uh, uh, hmm. give me just a moment Steve Earle, what are your thoughts on Steve Earle?
1: The man, or or, or styling dresses, Steve Earle. The man. I think the, he's the music. He's a he's a he's a ray of light. I mean, he it is a fucking shame. What is your my
2: gone. favorite record of his is Transcendental Blues.
1: It's like Steve Irwin The
3: Crocodile Hunter Steve
2: Earl Not Irwin oh, I'm not Earl. talking about Sterling right now <laughs> I thought you were talking about Starling, Steve Irwin though. I was like
1: man Steve Irwin's
2: great No I'm <laughs> about god, Steve Irwin Steve Earl. <laughs> I don't know musician. Steve Earl, man Oh I mean, my god dude I wish I did I'm sorry No we're good I was just trying to go out you know not know yeah. Steve Earl, Country guy Oh yeah In the best way Cause like I was going back to like What you were talking about earlier Like Wilco and that style Yeah Um where the heck does that come into play? Is that just with age?
1: That's, yeah. I mean, yeah, as I was saying, like, when I was younger, I wanted to do a lot more abstract shit, a lot more scaring people off and all that. And as I got older, I, I got really into Fleetwood Mac, and we was just all about writing a hook, and writing a good-ass pop song, and writing, you know, being a band, doing something that's going to lock people in and that people are going to sing forever. And, um...
2: Chad Kroger with the hooks.
1: Dude, come on seriously i mean how you remind me is an incredible song
2: dude I, i'm gonna say Rock this rockstar
1: dude i mean they that's one thing that, that band got right they got a lot of things right honestly we don't i don't even really understand looking back like why we, we hated why did we hate them because how you remind me is an incredible song we were gonna talk we talked about covering that song for this weekend and we didn't get it together
2: dude i'm, I'm telling you it's like uh the older I get it dawned on me and like I don't even know why it was just this generation of just like hating Nickelback and it's like I don't get it I don't think it was they became the
1: butt of a joke but dude all that shit that song that's coming back around it's on TikTok right now but uh
2: I think that's what did it I think Cold Cold by Crossfade
3: dude come on Cold to you sorry about all of that maybe in another is that what you want to listen to dude that song
2: fucking rocks, dude. What else was you yeah. listening to? Like, dude, okay. All that shit is amazing. Out of school, like, talk about family. You got some older siblings? Younger siblings? I have a, I have
1: a younger sister, seven years, yeah. AG.
2: Oh shit. I'm she talking so about awesome. like riding around in the car. Let's go to high school then. You just got your license and you ride around with your buddy. What were y'all jamming? What was you listening to?
1: Okay. Um I I had a big moment in high school senior year of high school I, I got my car real late in high school I got it like halfway through my junior year or something but uh had a big moment one of my first times like you know took a GD or whatever and got in the car and went to go drive around and, uh, Sad But True by Metallica came on the radio oh this is radio and, shit dude yeah I mean I I mean in terms of what I was actually listening to uh, right in, in my senior year I mean there was a lot of Frank Ocean going on This this band from New York called Dive, who are still around. Um, Yeah, good crowd. How did you get into that scene? Was
2: it like playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? Yeah,
1: I mean that's. I mean, come on.
2: What do you think about that? The first like
1: the first yeah Tony up to Underground Two, those were the soundtracks to my whole life. Dude, Rise Against. That yeah, Rise Against, dude. That uh, that fucking Doors song, Peace Frog. Uh, Oh yeah. Uh, Motorhead. Uh, dude. Uh. 97 Bitter Beans or whatever by CKY. What the hell's going on about. around here, dude? Dude, CKY is incredible. I mean, all this, but that's you know, you know, you talk to a you talk to a guy from.
2: What did man, you make of like the Jackass generation then? Like, I
1: think it's perfect. I I still haven't seen the new movie, but I, mean, no, I love
2: like, as someone who grew up in it. Did you find yourself yeah, With I the mean, video cameras Doing that dumb shit We
1: were trying We definitely tried We uh So Jackass was You know Do you think the promo They put Viva on front of the video Is
2: like Don't do this at home I don't think it was enough Right It wasn't enough We were all doing it We were all, we were all
1: it. trying it Dude we were jumping We used to have And those, it wasn't those, as good We had those black plastic ramps Oh yeah we thought it was X smart game Dude we were jumping each
2: other yeah. And shit but We were yeah, some so, bullshit
1: Yeah right Viva La Bam Was the one that was on for my, my How age, the fuck where, is he right, doing right now I think he's. I don't know. I know he's fallen on and off the wagon forever. April and Phil, God bless him.
2: Dude, I'm telling you, dude, he's he's had a rough yeah. go at it. Uh, yeah. I was recently at the Singer Theater and I caught the uh, Steve O Bucket List tour.
1: Yeah. You a fan of that, comedy? Of course, but I heard that uh, I heard I heard mixed reviews.
2: Dude, uh, he warned it before he came out that uh people had passed out. Yeah. From the skits. Yeah. Now granted, like, that was the agreement with most comedy shows, and I want to ask you about this, is uh, I like what Jack White, White Stripe, or however you want to put that sure. iteration. Sure. Uh, same with uh, De Chapelle, like when you go into, let's say you can't control it with a festival, but like when you come to the show, put your phone in the bag, don't access the bag till you go and you're gone, you're here for the show, Yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And so um, it was a wild mix. Going on around here, mm-hmm. and uh, everything went awry. Yeah, the brain got fried, and we got to get back to just the music. <laughs> it's the after party. <laughs> that disco man. How we doing over here?
1: Doing good. Man. How are you doing? Doing all right.
2: I'm trying to remember my train of thought.
1: Dave Spelling, Jack White and comedy
2: you're with me yeah you were with me uh so, so i derailed off that to talk about like the, the phones uh it shows you shouldn't do that uh, you should be in the moment
1: i mean i you know yes but at the same time like i think that that's you know there i've been to a couple shows nutri milk hotel in memphis i know that was a big like no there were no strictly no phones like, i remember like we we all rushed in they opened the doors we all rushed in and someone bands coming on stage Haven't even played a song yet Someone pulls out a phone And Jeff
2: Getting Gets up down. on it like
1: No sir Like y'all put but, that yeah. away If you want to stay in the show And like So you oh, can be Oh same way you with you that, that show
2: But so like He warned it This is We're all full circle now I'm sorry for interrupting you But like Exactly where I wanted To get back to Is uh People have fainted Like the oh, shit, for dude, like the yeah. sh- it was, oh, and it, that's
1: a no phone thing, yeah, yeah,
2: it was half comedy and then half video, of, right. like stunts that didn't even I make heard. it to jackass, dude. He got a fucking vasectomy and then rode a horse bare ass, I heard dude. That. I about see, I wanted to see up. that.
1: I just don't know what's the point. I mean, Steve O's great, it, it it's, is. Great, it's, but it's, it's
2: what's the I
1: heard, frankly, I had a buddy that went uh, when he played the singer in Hattiesburg, and he was like, his comedy was not that good. Yeah. And the stunts were just gross. You know, they weren't like...
2: I think that's what it is. It's not it's, like you're going you know, out he, to he see... Pushed,
1: he pushed it, sure. I mean, yeah, he 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 went the next level. But when you're beyond entertaining and you're just, it's all shock factor, there's a place for that, but I'm not going to go... I, don't, I mean, I'm saying that. If, if Steve-O came to Pensacola, go see yeah. him. I would go see him.
2: But what I, you, just, uh...
1: I just don't get the... the getting a vasectomy right now like thats you're just gonna damage your shit like don't go do that like come on it's just like yeah, treat yourself a little better than that you know yeah. get, get a tonsil out and go sing karaoke or some shit fine it's dude wild vasectomy. dude i'm telling you like Something he warned about,
2: about like people that passed out dude like like halfway like he'd look out in the crowd and he'd point and be like is that guy okay yeah. and dude like right. cell phones like it was a whole culture, right? You know, yeah. it was the whole jackass culture and like uh, you know, the the gimmicky fat guy Presley came out and did like sure. the, sure. the open. Yeah. And uh yeah, I think it was a good experience like if you're
1: I would go. Yeah, it's not it's jackass not jackass culture, right?
2: Yeah. Jackass I mean, I,
1: culture. That was I mean, yeah, Jackass and Viva Labam, Bam. That was huge for all of us. We were ten right, to problem. 9 to 9 to 13 years what old. What else that that was huge? Old. Man, right in that era.
2: Think I, that about was, like waking up early to watch some MTV. MTV yeah. actually play music. Dude, videos. that was. I
1: mean, yeah, Green Day, Green Day and Red Hot Chili Peppers were like, you know, being on VH1. Jump what did you Start. make
2: of the new Chili Pepper album? I thought it was I, great. I Listen to it. I haven't listened to it. What the hell is going I thought on? Sta- here?
1: I will say, I thought Stadium Arcadium was fucking awesome. I don't
2: know why. Oh, you're back in the day about that shit.
1: That was the last one I listened to. But oh, yeah, just, I mean, the '90s shit is great. You know. They're good. I don't. I don't. I mean, we should not write them off. They're incredible. You know, there's were,
2: a difference swing for Shanti on for Shanti off. I'll right. say that. Yes. Yeah, and he he's back now, right? Oh yes, he is, and that's why the new album was uh, was right was right was, was the worthy one. Right. Rain dance, Maggie. It was dope. Got a lot of radio play. It does. What do you make of this uh, whole radio scheme?
1: we just played the radio last night i mean i think it's it's there you know i mean it's we're,
2: we're i believe of, it's real yeah, and it's, our it's first terrestrial time as a
1: band on the radio like i mean it's, ain't that dope yeah and it's cool i mean we're doing podcasts wouldn't exist without radio what is know? going on right this here. is radio it's uh it's different
2: hello to you radio
1: land but i'll tell you i just got i just got one of my old cars fixed back up it's what i'm driving around right now like it doesn't have any any shit it's got a cassette player it's got a radio so Oh, but I'm, I'm a big
2: fan of radio anyway.
1: I like the commercials. I like to hear what's going on.
2: You fought with like, Queens of the Stone Age?
1: I know them. Uh, the other two guys in the band, or a couple of other guys in the band, Starlin and uh, Jesse, are majorly into Queens.
2: What the hell are you into right now? Ain't that what we're talking about?
1: Yeah, um, man, outside of, uh, my by Friendship, uh, been really into this new brand new album uh, what are we talking about Plains, Waxahashi? Waxahashi, that Plains album. Wasn't
2: that something?
1: Waxahashi and what's her name, Jess Williamson? Dude, I'm
2: gonna tell you this. Plains one dude, that album it. is incredible. Come on with it dude. I was raised on, Say some more. I was raised on a couple things let's go with it.
1: James Taylor, Jimmy Buffett, Dan Fogelberg, oh, and the fucking Dixie Chicks dude and there's nothing even really worth saying about the Dixie Chicks other than they're fucking incredible and this Plains album has so many of those Dixie Chicks melodies. You, you spend know.
2: a lot of time on the water?
1: Uh, not really close to it. I mean, Hattiesburg, you know, you. you know, the, weekend what in the, New where Orleans. The parrot,
2: where's the Parrot Heads coming out here?
1: Uh, my parents are just huge. Parrots. Oh, I'm just, just telling Just huge Parrot Heads. And Jimmy Buffett, you know, spent some time at USM in Hattiesburg. What did do? So Hattiesburg just has a huge, they got a big, like, Check monthly meeting, you know. Monthly
2: Parrot Head I've got a
1: sidelines.
2: I've got a rating system. We call it the Lance one. What do you make of it? How many Lance Arms would you give that shit?
1: How many Lance Arms can I give what?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Can I give what? Parrot Culture? Oh, yeah. Well, Whatever the max is, dude. I mean, dude, Jimmy Buffett fucking rocks. He is so good. Like, that's just, I was raised on that straight up like that, that greatest hits, the yellow cover with the big red font across Jimmy dude. Buffett. And, you know, I mean, my, as a five-year-old child, it's like, Cheeseburger to, in Paradise uh, is the coolest song you've ever heard
2: my parents have been outside of that check this shit out that same album dude fondest memories with my father dude i so, um my mom and my older brother would go to birmingham to see the uh family mm-hmm. me and my dad would go to the river and get some jet skis and we was on the fucking yes, that jimmy buffett album dude i am yeah. telling you like george Strait and all that
1: yes the and I, and I, like the i real get a little game. bit
2: older do you do you feel like the whole thing is cyclical with this what is going on right here? I mean,
1: what? Are we talking about time in general? The whole thing?
2: Yes. We well, it all.
1: We are, I mean, you know, every few decades, the whole culture thinks we are in the most, you know, leftist, communist... Where is it going to go? ...movement that we could possibly be in. But you look back to the 60s and before that, you know, you look back to the 20s, like, every, you know, every few decades, everyone's like, this is, the culture's going crazy. But, I, yeah, I do think there is a cycle. You know, I think... uh I think we think we're evolving and we, we turn out just repeating yeah. a lot of they the same say, shit. say, uh,
2: it doesn't repeat, it rhymes with history, right? Right, yeah, okay. And, uh,
1: I like that, uh, I like the theory about the, whatever those two uh, economists were, in the 80-year cycle, every 80 Oh, years season, I read that economic, book, yeah, that was, that was that,
2: yep. Yeah, I think they're on the something. I think we're in yeah. the, Yeah, uh, but
1: people have, he people have, sparse it out even more people say it's every 40 years and other people say it's every 20 and I think it's all true because it's just I mean we are in total occurrence you know like we are
2: exciting time to be alive yeah and I think it's exciting time for music and when I think about um, let's just Alabama just for a second let's just go to Muscle shows in Florence sure you think about um, you got some John Paul Watt's Brittany Howard with uh, Alabama Uh Shakes Jason Isbell yeah, uh, you're talking about Americana classics, and uh, not to mention Fame Studios. And then let's let's hop over here to Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Where we have um, we have the Hill Country Blues. We have. Uh, Del- blues, Ventonia Blue Front oh, yeah. Cafe, uh, on top of Alabama pouring into uh, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, Black Prairie. Uh, Mobile Alabama port music would come up by the train and by the pain and it would get to the Black Prairie and it would migrate over by train and water to the delta. Everybody would get on their porches. And it, would yeah. get on, and it would get on up the, the, the river a little bit more. And the next thing you know, yeah, this thing went to Memphis, and it went to Chicago. Yeah. And then it went to the U.K., and then the U.K. started playing with it. And then, and then gave it back. And gave it back, yeah. and then we started. Where, where, where the hell are we right now with music, in your opinion? Oh, man. Do you see what I'm saying?
1: I think uh, I was talking about this the other day. It was Starling. You're talking about blues rock. You know, I think...
2: You need a lighter, you gotta...
1: Uh, I'll take another cig, and I'll, and I'll need your lighter, yes, sir.
2: Dude, I'll uh, get you the pack. Yes, sir. All right. What are you making of this? Is this fun? Yeah, this is awesome. Thank you, Alan. I'm enjoying myself, dude. Thanks for having me, man.
1: Thanks for sitting in the dark. Dude. Uh, man... The burner. I think, uh. I mean, the blues is the blues. You know, you can't really fuck with the blues. However, what you can fuck with.
2: They've always fucked with it. What, what,
1: what you can fuck with is the, the uh, posterity of the blues. Okay, I'm listening. And I just think there's a certain level where you shouldn't. Let the blues be the blues. If you're gonna. If you want to be in an original rock band use some blues you know i mean we're playing blues chords up there you know what i mean yeah but don't, don't be a blues there, rock band be something greater because that's the blues birthed
3: you know the blues poured
1: out right into the 70s and in the 70s i personally i think you don't get better songwriting than in the 70s it's almost like everything that we're doing back to the total Recurrence thing. Goes back to like all the all the bands in the 70s were already playing the chord progression. I
2: think with the advent of social media, what we have right now—not only are social pockets—they happen in music cities such as Birmingham—but uh, social media has made it so accessible for people um, that like we have like just these pockets all over music. But like, what is a bigger bubble to me, and like what people are beginning to understand, and I believe like people like Will Johnson from Centromatic Austin, Texas. Uh, there's been a lot of... Get.
1: Go. You get, you're waving? Where are you going? I'm going to stay with them. At Toby's? Yeah. Who else is going? Hold up. Let me say bye to Toby. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Hey. going to get? Hold up. We got these bubbles, some music. Yeah. And Will Johnson dramatic Austin, Texas, really mm-hmm. found something with a DIY house circuit sure. show. And then I mean, of course, like it's gonna bleed the UK. Like, what do you think? Like, you've got people like YouTube or like followers or just really into what you're doing somewhere else? Uh
1: yeah, I mean we got our we got our Mississippi crew. A lot of them are in Memphis, a lot in Jackson. Um, we play with all those guys and uh Pensacola. We started playing there a year and a half, two years ago, um, and they've been really cool. They, they are, they are really cool. uh, still are will continue to be. I hope so. yeah, we just you know we, we stay, we're staying in the southeast because that's you know we, that's where we've always booked, and uh, slowly but surely expanding out. You know, yeah, Nashville, trying to book Athens, uh, Atlanta, something. What's that
2: like? What's that? that, like? You know. What's that what, how do you do it?
1: Man, just it's it's just who you know. It's all based on everybody we met in Mississippi. You know, any band you'll meet in Mississippi that plays out of town is trying to hit up somebody else in Mississippi, I feel like, or from Mississippi. Um so that's I mean that's that's all we know, really. I mean I know people that come to Pensacola and people that have played our you know, our house in Cleveland, we had all that, like keep up with keep up with a lot of them too. So that if, we, if we want to complain their city, we'll go play their city. But, uh, you know, it's it's all Mississippi based. And Pensacola being on the panhandle, being like the front line, like being from Hattiesburg, like Pensacola is where you went on vacation. If you weren't going to New Orleans or Mobile, you were going to Pensacola. And so that, to me, feels like Mississippi. You've got a bunch of people that land there that come over, you know, trying to get out of Mississippi, but don't want to stay, don't want to go too far, you know, into the like it's you know, south end of, of Florida but don't want to go too north you know yeah. up to the Carolinas or something it's like pockets, that it's pockets man I, yeah
2: I, I feel like uh, the,
1: the central southeast
2: yeah it, it just and like with the centromatic Will Johnson approach is like with the house shows DIYs and like what you're talking about just who you know and get to know and next thing you know is like you put red, you put together this red hot schedule mm. you know but it's, it's just building those connections and like that's one thing, like uh we we try to do it here on the show is like, how do we get these circuits, but we don't want uh and they won't be allowed, um, you don't want shit,
1: no, but you you know you're not gonna know shit until you see shit, you know, yeah, so you may as well go out and do shit, yeah, we can't. You gotta get out there and fail. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. I mean, you gotta go out there. I mean, yes, it is like largely, hugely, 97 percent on who you know. It's a, a little notch in
2: the belt, so to speak.
1: Yeah, it's all about putting notches in the belt. About you know, playing the towns that you've always been to, and then trying to go out, play a couple new towns. We went with Harder Road and played Biloxi uh, for our first time. They might have played. I know they played the coast before. I don't know if they played Biloxi, but. That kind of shit, you know, it's a Pensacola band we met, we needed some bands in Biloxi, and we happened to all be playing Pensacola the night before, so.
2: What do you make of the universe? Like, just think about that. Oh, man. Is <laughs> Harder Road, uh, the, even the boys in the band.
1: The greatest rock and roll band coming out of anything around here and beyond?
2: Yes. <laughs> Ain't that but wild? We're talking about the universe. I mean, Harder Road's,
1: Harder has Road's got the universe. You know, they know I've, I learn every time I hang out with them, every single fucking time I hang out with them, I learn something new from what they're listening to or what they're doing or, you know, anything. Whether it's about state politics, whether it's about pop culture.
2: Like Toby and Max, uh, Miles, um, they there. have their uh, thumb on the heartbeat.
1: Yeah, they, yeah. They're on the pulse. They're keyed in. They're keyed in.
2: They're on the pulse. Yeah. That's why I believe in, like, Night Slight Tonight, like, huge success house show. Mm. Um, Book y'all. Uh, shout out I mean, to the entire show once again, you know. Uh, Mr. Todd, uh, Whitehawk. Yeah. Dude, Forrest. Heart of Road. Mm. I mean, what a show. Yeah. What the hell are we doing? And the, that's the thing about it, it's like uh, inclusivity, exclusivity. If you wanted to know, if you knew a punk, you could be here, and I kind of like that DIY. It's kind of yeah, like, absolutely. if you know, you know. You if you're supposed know. to
1: be here. You're gonna be here. Yep. If you want to be here, you will be here. You know. That's. If you, if you want to come around. Yeah, beer. Uh, I will take a beer. Yeah. I'll talk to you What, are you, uh, what are you drinking
2: on? Middle of light. Yes, sir. Fine pisser. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk to you. The sun comes up. We're just. And I'll, uh, I'll peel through, but, like, for the most part, it'd probably be unedited. Like, I wouldn't doubt if this wasn't, wasn't on here. <laughs> Just cause, like, uh, Right.
1: Full Just sh- so long as it, you know, at any time I sound like I'm wasting, I'm wasting your time, you know, you cut that out, I suppose. What is that? You know, I'm you say it
2: like. You're giving you know, me, you, dude. Catch
1: a catch, a, catch a dull moment. It's like, all right, well, well, we'll cut this out. We'll keep this, working it Yeah working. I was I was pleased as punch When you asked me to I I didn't know I thought you just meant Somewhere down the road Let's get together and talk The fact that you had The equipment You know You're down here Dude. doing this like That's special man Like you know, Cheers Cheers to you Thanks for having Festival. me
2: Dude This It's dope I'll tell you uh, This podcast uh, We put out Well it started with this We got hooked up With Munson Brothers Here in town Yeah And uh took it out to these festivals. This is like the culture and like I think this will music or anything that anybody wants to do, period. I think this is the way, here's the light. Thank you for taking full advantage of that, by the way. Thank you, it's, it's been taken all the way, it's, it's always yeah. gone now. Yep. But, um, man, you gotta reach out, every, like uh, if something can help you and you can help it, it's a win-win. And yeah. those things are not rare. Yeah.
3: They're
2: they're out there, and like,
1: well, I mean, I I think it's rare in the, the quality of the connection, you know, but not rare in that all you have to do is ask. Yeah, know? that's it. And that's 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 the thing is a lot of people don't realize they can ask. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't. I was trying to think today on the way up or on the way down, like when exactly did we get start getting connected with our road. And uh, you know, had been to their shows, they've been to our shows, or whatever. But I can't remember like the first show we played together, or anything like that. I just know, all of a sudden, we were in the in, in the same room together, and it was like, you know, those guys are who I'm wanting to talk to. You know, I think they know a lot, and I don't know, just get to talking a bunch of shit, and haven't really, you know, those are, those are the fellas. Like every, I'm just pleased every time we are able to link up with hard, with the hard work, it's like. It's just a special it's a special gig. They're a special fucking band. Like
2: that's just it. That's that's like the road of poor salt, right? Just like just through connection it's like
1: Yeah. They're just I mean, on top of just being like a master class band, they're just they just know what the fuck they're talking and, about. And it's
2: meeting people, you yeah. know? Yeah and like just that networking and working I mean, shit. It's they don't teach you this shit at schools but all you gotta do is talk yeah yeah
1: (laughs) i didn't finish school but i stayed in cleveland for another couple years after that and it was just that's what it was was just staying in the area and we had a house that we would have bands at and you know i wasn't going to school for music production anymore but everybody else was and we were all playing together and all of our friends were coming to play, and you just build this network, and the Hard Roads came and played several times, and uh, we all worked at a, a beer and burger bar for a long time, and booked a lot of our bands, and the whole kitchen staff was playing in opening bands for anybody that coming through and all that, so. Yeah, where you, just staying connected.
2: What do you see so, Forrest? Like, uh, it's wild, like, think about you five years ago, and then today, it's kind of,
1: Shocking Yeah You know I mean And then then think about Like five Five years ago That seems recent now But like Seven, eight, nine, ten years ago You know That was like The true Like when we were all Getting started Linking up together And shit And now Five years ago I mean that was 2017 So we were A lot of them Had already left Cleveland And shit Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know Five years ago feels feels like yesterday. Not to be cliche, but like, yeah, it does. Like that's we were all still just same same troop of folks, you know, same people, same bands. Still, we, we we might be in different bands now, but it's the same same group of. Do you still like? You
2: know? uh, I feel like this is. Uh, I, I think it was said best. Uh, I listened to Kanye West and Lex Friedman's podcast. Okay. Because I was really wanting to understand sure. Kanye. Sure. Because like.
1: Yeah, that's all we're. That's all any of us can try and do is try and understand.
2: What yeah, like, you
1: know, and I mean, granted, and, there's a lot of shit you. I mean, like, what the fuck? You know, it is like, but like fucked up. But it's like, where's what is the angle? Where is he? What is he? Sometimes Yay yeah, comes out and he has a payoff. You know, it's just kind it's of, usually a record. It's Like, what is what's going to be the payoff? Yeah, but you can't like, like. I thought the White Lives Matter thing was like a like a piece of performance art, you know what I mean? Like I thought, trying yeah. to trying to get the dialogue started on, Turns what out that, on what that meant, on what why you can wear that, why you can't, blah blah blah. It's the same with but then when the he, red hat. And right? doubles, triples down on it and goes into like anti Semitic shit. It's like that's when you lose everybody. What I mean what what can you do? Then you're only, Did he you're only
2: He he lost like major advertising but like okay, he pops back on Instagram today and like well V Musk taking over Twitter. He's going to be back on. Like, dude, I, I think that more people... I, I think it's truth to power. Like, I don't like the way that he said it, and I don't agree with the anti-Semitism. I, man. But I think he's shining light on something.
1: I think if he'd been like, there's, you know, an elite class of billionaires, regardless of religion, of Yeah, who they are. Yeah, sure. If you are to be like, there's a, there's a ruling class and they are making everyone's lives miserable, you know, that's shit that the left listens to, you know, that they are, you know, that's shit people will tune into. That's the kind of shit that I was like, okay, yeah. I, I hear you. And that's what, whenever, Lakes, was, that's you, what Lakes was fishing when for. You, but when you skip after that and you go yeah. for the, like, straight up, like, religion shit, you know, it's like, what are you doing but being more divisive? You're not going to unify people I'm talking about anti-Semitism. You're just yeah. Not. I mean, that's just fucked up, you know, but if he'd said, You know, there's, and you know Kanye West is a fucking billionaire. So like, really, what can you even, if he's gonna come out and and come out against billionaires, which is like, I think if you got a billion dollars to your name, like, you're not a good person. You know what I mean? So, if he if he'd done something in that realm, but no, the fact that he had to go like straight for, he went straight for throat, trying to yeah, but just cutting. I just don't get it. I don't. It's fucking racist and weird, and it doesn't make any sense. Like, it just doesn't make sense, the, the lengths that he's going to. Are
2: you, are you open to uh, hearing him out for it?
1: I mean, I think as long as, you know, we're going to hear from him. Yeah. I mean, I'll, you know, I'll wake up on Twitter every single day, and I fucking, I hear what he's saying. You know, you can't not, but yeah. I... I don't, unless he comes comes out with like a huge. What do you like, think about the whole Farlow thing don't.
2: Elon Musk buying Twitter? What do you make of that shit?
1: I don't know, man. I,
2: Ain't again, the whole thing. He's a, is, he's a billionaire. Like, don't look, don't. I mean, this whole thing. That's is, just a
1: whole different part of. I don't. You know, we can't. We're, we're sitting here in the backyard. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we don't. I don't know what the fuck yeah. the billionaires are thinking. Like, he's buying Twitter. So the fuck, what? Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I love Kanye for being Kanye for being for creating everything that we know that is like rap and hip hop and pop culture like rap is the new rock and roll and and like pop is right in there with it it's all is coming under hip hop production and Kanye was that but now I just don't know like it's not it's not worth the grief he's trying to put people through I think it's fucked up I just think it's fucked up I I like that I I'll I will always love Kanye's music but I just don't I don't get.
2: Well, we can separate the art from the artist.
1: I mean, <laughs> right? You know, where does that? I don't even know. Like, sure, but like with someone like Kanye, who is like, I am my music. Like, he doesn't even have to come out and say that. Like, he is. I don't know, man. It's complicated. It hurts my heart, honestly, because like I do. Kanye is is.
2: I didn't like his he's music the one I mean he's the I didn't like his I, did, I didn't like his music at first And Good then uh, I was exposed to Kid Cudi's uh, Man on the Moon Exactly And then I Okay So you have 808's
1: and, and Heartbreak You have Man on the Moon You have
2: Drake's Thank Me Later Yeah and all Kanye produced of years. Kanye produced Right And then I, and, and then That like,
1: changed how music sounded forever Yeah And that's how you know
2: That's how you can yeah. be like Okay well Kanye He changed the entire game He changed it He changed it people like i wasn't even every... in that genre but he made it yeah he did it people weren't singing and it then i went back pizza. and looking at his records like uh the red one like was it yeah, my
1: beautiful darkness
2: of fancy yeah that's that's the one that's amazing the... amazing album perfection
1: amazing but oh uh, i again, would say like, he's, he's i don't does it warrant this shit no it doesn't it doesn't matter who it is man if david bowie was still alive and he came out saying some shit like that, be like, all right, well, fuck David Bowie, I guess, you know? It's like, as formative and as fucking, like, legendary as you are, you can't, like, just, you cannot do that. Like, it's just not, it's just dark. I don't know, it's hateful. I just don't get it, man. Talk about class. Talk about classism. Talk about the American caste system. I'm just trying to understand it, you know? Sure. We all want to understand. I think, I think, Kanye fans want to understand Yeah, that's where I'm where it's, at what's, what's gonna be What's the long game Because it was a cultural
2: icon, dude But, man Yeah, I don't know I love Kanye Let's yeah, yeah Fuck it Fuck it
1: Yeah He's gotta He's gotta do better He's gotta do better
2: What do you make of the wild Wild West Of uh, Your favorite sport What's burning on your fucking mind Man,
1: uh I uh, I am doing really well in fantasy.
2: Oh, you're an NFL guy.
1: Yeah, I like the NFL. Um, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, and I love Dak and I love Zeke. But you know, you can't you can't really fuck with Cooper Rush coming out, and winning four games in a row. You know, like I think we got to pay attention to that. And Cooper Rush isn't, isn't on my league or anything. I didn't. I purposely did not put any cow, Cowboys in my league because I'd rather just watch him. But the first two games, Dude. I don't know. I, I Now I'm like, now I will watch highlights and I'll read updates and shit, but I, I have not been watching.
2: Hear me out here. But my
1: fantasy team's doing all right. I'm
2: a roadtide guy. Um, yeah, sure. Family grew up. We had season tickets at Bryant-Denny. I, I was basically born and raised in Bryant-Denny. Yeah. And, and um, is, is, is I, watched big, Dak, I watched Dak Prescott uh, in Starville. I watched him in Tuscaloosa. Uh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, One thing that I will say, and I think this is the thing to take away from what's going on with Dak and the Dallas Cowboys right now, it's the uh, it's his career. It's what he's always done.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm not being critical toward Dak. I
1: mean, you can be critical toward Dak. I mean, he's not. No, he's not. He was real good. Now he's really not.
2: No, but hear me out. Like, how did he rise to stardom at Mississippi State?
3: Because he was fucking killer.
2: And then How, he went to the. No, then he went no, to the he, he, wasn't, he wasn't a starter. He won that position. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I just, I mean, now
2: I mean. at the height, Mississippi State's ranked number one. They're going to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I was at that game. hmm And at the same time, this is the thing about that detriment of his career. It always has been. Is when the when the lights come on, it's the big stage. Yeah. Fall short now yeah. Dak is Dak is the ideal underdog and like I think he rises through this and I mm-hmm. think he'll win that starter job back I, he had a rough start he had a rough go this past weekend uh-huh. with the thumb acting up again
1: yeah so, but we bit I mean we beat him we got the lines you know I mean granted it was the Lions. But,
2: but it wasn't it wasn't a Would well, you got a better line you see what I'm saying but like he has this underdog mentality and I think like I believe like I think they are my uh NFL uh don't sleep on the cowboys. I know everybody says that every fucking season, but like that is my sleeper team, like I think like somehow this might be a Dak year. Hmm. If that makes sense.
1: I mean, you know I dude I
2: am not a I'm not a cowboy fan. I'm I'm a fan of Dak. But like uh Wait,
1: do you have an NFL team? Uh
2: it's Buccaneers. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fine. And, I mean, Tom Brady on the roster helped a lot.
1: Sure, yeah. So you were you were a pre-Tom Brady fan?
2: Dude, when I grew up, and ain't this the weird thing about sports, do you remember, like, uh, on the Xbox or PlayStation or whatever, and, like, you were just scrolling through and, like, just picking the favorite colors? Yeah. Dude, do you remember that Warren Sapp and the Tampa Bay Bucks and what that meant then? Dude, I was a sucker. Nice. Oh, dude. Yeah. And then I was a Pat fan okay because of Tom Brady yeah
1: sure
2: and then like Tom Brady is that fucking and I I know like people are like fuck this guy stereotypical douchebag he's too too fucking good I hate to be that guy but he's too fucking good yeah but he's been getting his ass well Aaron Rodgers dude yeah dude their ass is on the fucking ground this season buddy
1: yeah both of them need to have it you hang been like, I know, They're like, right, you're on the
2: road. Else. Like, I recently quit the band that I'm in, but like, and I've been like paying more attention to sports and like just, yeah, especially here in the south. It's like college football means more, it's SEC country, yeah, but like NFL, dude. Like, uh, this has been one of the, the greatest college football seasons and NFL season of all time. Remember, like, NFL this opening, like, the Saints game, it was like. All three games at once. It was like double overtimes and like field yeah. goal kickers, and nobody yeah. was able to hit on shit. And it was like pandemonium. I was like, yeah. "Dude, this culture is raging. It's a comeback, baby." Yeah. Like, I, no, I felt, I fucking, felt a uh, surge in like the American spirit. It's was that LSU game, man? Dude, tell me about it. Come, Come on, on. let's go. That was rock and roll moment. That What's was it? fucking crazy. So it, it has that power, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, willed, that it's, it's wielding that shit. Yeah.
1: That was special. I was sitting there with my stepdad. They fucking set up that field goal. We both said, It's gonna over. He's going to miss it. Miss it. And no, we both, we called it. We said, it's, it's over. He's not going to make it. And he did not. We fucking started screaming. It was so
2: fucking funny. tell me. Come on.
1: So, of course not. Of course they're not going to make it. You know, like, you go run it back for 90, you can't make it. <sighs> there's no way, there's no way they're going to give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. So sick. That was a beautiful moment. I loved seeing LSU lose.
2: Enjoy it. Yeah, you know, I'm a uh, same. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's the Nick Saban effect. I I just, and I have kin folk who are fans of those Bayou Bengals, yeah. but uh, I have a hard time being kind to of that. No.
3: That's,
2: and I don't know what it means. You know, like I I've been down there and like I've been to Baton Rouge, but I I love it, but uh, I just. Baton Rouge what, is
1: great as a town. Yeah. You might even go so far to say LSU is greatest school. Yeah, but I, I, it's just never anybody. It doesn't matter what the fuck town is playing against them. Yeah, fuck them. They know? they do. Fuck LSU. It's good to watch the movies. Feels feels healthy. It's good for the soul.
2: I, th- I feel that Oxford does a good job. Like any time Alabama comes to town, it's like a screw Alabama kind of thing. Absolutely.
1: Know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Alabama's the enemy.
2: Tennessee yeah. and Alabama. I mean. Mm-hmm. it's... 3rd Saturday, October. Right. Tennessee just got them. Got them. I mean, what a season, buddy. Yeah. What are we doing here?
1: We're we're in it, man. We're in a a good time.
2: Let me ask you this. Let's wrap this baby up. mm -hmm. I'm going to ask five questions. Okay, come on. Quick fire.
1: Okay. Let's do it.
2: Is, uh... If folks wanted to be engaged with you, is there a website or social media that you are uh, most engaged on?
1: Yeah. We're on uh, Instagram. We run it through my page. Um, but My page is, you know, we're linked to Spotify. We're on Apple Music and all that. Uh, there's a bunch of different musical acts on the streaming services named Forrest. So on streaming stuff, we're under my full name. Forrest Philpott. Um, it's, uh, my name F O R R E S T P H I L P O T. Forest Uh So, but we perform as Forest. I just can't. I can't bring myself to play under my full name. I think it's. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Something about it trips me up every time.
1: Occasionally, our friends will book us under the full name as a fine Sure.
2: I'm reworking it now. Like I recently quit a band and uh, we we played our first show like porch. Talk, we'd throw a porch fest at my house and we'd, yeah, musicians from two day event. Yeah. And uh, this pastime is like uh, my psychedelic rock band. Uh, mm-hmm. We had our first show. And, like, What's their name? Alabama White Trash. Alabama. Yeah, See what right. I'm saying? That's
3: right. Yeah.
2: And like i I tried to share and talk about it on social media. I just get flagged for hate speech. So I was like, what? we're calling ourselves that. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Go with the acronym. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's like change the name. Like, what the hell are we doing around here? I don't know. I don't understand that shit. You know, I don't get it.
1: Someone uh, on Twitter the other day was talking about uh, something about if you if you don't like pickles, or if you like, they said if you eat pickles, you're a maniac or something. And I just texted back, "Fuck you." Yeah. And Twitter was, Twitter was like, "You don't." as they said uh, people normally don't tweet this. I said tweet yeah. it anyway. <laughs> so, man, they don't eat pickles. Fuck
2: them. Yeah. That's from the bottom of my heart, man. That's uh, so real shit. On?
1: You don't eat pickles? What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, what's going on
2: around here?
1: If you don't eat a pickled cucumber, you're going to eat a pickled something else. Yeah. A pickled you, onion?
2: You ever had a burger from McDonald's, motherfucker? Hell yeah, come on. We you should had try. a pickle. That's all ketchup and pickles.
1: Yeah. It's good. What's your second question? Ain't that wild? Yes, guess it is.
2: The second? Uh, what do you make of Colombo?
1: I like it, man. This is our, this is our, my third long long form visit here, second house show here, and uh, it's just fucking great. I mean, the first time Knots from Memphis played uh, before that x cold played with them at uh, Elbow Room, and now we're here Pl- finally playing this playing one of their spaces, and uh, it was cool. It was really
2: really good. You uh, could I play. I like this. Uh...
1: I like the hills. I like the historic downtown
2: if you like could play uh, any venue in the world
1: in the in the country
2: if you could play any venue where would you play oh gosh man give um, me two Poser. uh okay Let's
1: go. i i guess my first was we, years and years ago in our first college band we played gasa gasa in new orleans and uh vow the metal band from new orleans uh played the early set before us and we were waiting around You know, watching them play was fucking awesome. I couldn't believe it. That was fucking playing the same album as us. And then when they stopped playing and packed up, everybody left. And like 30 minutes later, we went on and played to two people. Uh, So I would play Gossip Gossip in New Orleans again. I'd like like a rehash on that, a little redo. And then, uh, man, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you know. Oxford comes to mind, you know, things like the Lyric come to mind. How uh, come on? I can't, I mean, you know, I'd like to play a big, a big place in the world. Um, I'd like to, I've seen a couple of my friends, you know, get up get up close enough to whatever they're doing. They're, they're playing at the Lyric, but, man, I don't know. Um, I just saw a, a venue, uh, just saw a show in Georgia at Variety Playhouse. That would be a cool place, but I don't know, man. I really don't. The places that come to mind are the places I've been to, you know. I can't, you know. I've never been to like Red Rocks or something I can't like that. What I'm saying? Shoot shot. Rocks, no. you know? There's a really cool place uh uh Wonder Ballroom in Portland. I saw Alex G at and Clara and um Come on. Man, that would be real cool. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, the re, the, a redo on gossip gossip would be really
2: my first one.
1: I'd like to play that spot again to, to some more friends and more family and friends of their friends
2: Question three or four where are we at? It's Question three. Question three. What was your favorite part of this interview? Oh man. Um.
1: I mean, I really liked the setup. <laughs> I thought watching you, watching you set it up, was like, hey, like you told me earlier, was like, I got it all here. We're gonna do this afterwards. It was like, all right, sure, yeah, let's do it. But I mean, sure enough, man, you got it out in the dark. Yeah, the setup was really fun. I thought that was really cool. It Was
2: quite the experience.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I you know I like sitting here talking to you, but the setup was watching it kind of come together. It's like, okay, he's literally he's got an extension cord running just into the house.
2: And we're gonna talk. That felt special. Feels special. Uh, that's the way it is. Like, uh, question four is like the power of this man. It's like this is the second show here at the new house. We have the mm-hmm. Pompeii. A. Um, mm-hmm. Here in Columbus, we have Sunstroke House. Uh, um, there's a There's a barn series thing that happens. I mean, there's there's people. Just working and trying to do everything that they can do to like yeah. actually put up the art. Yeah, and then there are uh, in Starkville retreats, there's foundations, and so like I'm 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 saying like this is this is the move, this is the shift. It's like I'm calling this like cultural thing. is, like. I believe more in this DIY, and I believe like more people are going to be behind this. Mm -hmm. It's like, do do you see it?
1: Yeah, of course, man. Of course, I see it. Like it's, it's, it's as long as people are here, as long as people are playing in bands, as long as there are there is the inclination to play other places. You know, I mean, I'm sure we could have found some bar to play in in Columbus tonight, but it doesn't matter. Like, what's this is more fun. This house shows are just the best. They are where you really get down. It's where's where the fucking, intimacy at, right? Where's the what?
2: The intimacy of it.
1: The Oh, yeah. The intimacy. Yeah. Yeah, it's right here. It's right. It's me talking to you. It's you fucking,
2: That's the house show.
1: Yeah. That's what it is, man. You got to be squeezed together. You got to hear it out. You got to do it for what it is. I mean, it's, this shit is fucking special. This shit is... I mean, you see any, any kind of show in any kind of bar and like you may have some that stick out but it's rare that you're like in somebody's space like okay somebody lives here and they have opened up this place and we're here to make that better hopefully and uh, meet new people talk to Alan on his podcast we're like I don't know that's what a house show is is this shit yeah it's all stupid it's fucking awesome
2: last thing out
1: the door Yeah, I gotta pee like a racehorse me so. too yeah real
2: quickly what you got tell me about tomorrow
1: tomorrow we are playing at Proud Larry's uh, one of our favorite venues that's the spot we've been playing for a long time uh, multiple bands lots of cool stuff but uh, yeah I think this is our first show playing with Harder Road there and uh yeah i mean it's good got good fucking food got a good stage the sound guy blake is incredible blake gardner he worked with us at thacker mountain last night um yeah it's just a good venue you just get treated right it's just fun it's good to be on the square in oxford
2: mississippi having a good fucking time i'll give like. a little uh, hotty toddy to that yeah a little hotty toddy man hotty fucking toddy yeah, let's uh Where the hell are we let's get the hell over yeah. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's get the hell. What the hell are we doing?
1: Man, Alan, thank you. Hi, dude.
2: How was that shit?
3: It was fucking fun. Very, very fucking fun. Oh, on,
2: step our hood. Do what quick. you got to do. I'm trying to find the mouse.